boy, look, there's Sir Carmichael the Knight. Oh, he's either really brave or really stupid. Either way, he's going to end up really dead. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. Happy August, everyone. I am now settled into my new place in Utah and... Right now, Utah looks a whole lot like Southern California, I'll tell you what. Uh, Everything's dead here. There's nice smoky haze in the air, probably from all the fires in California, smoke drifting over here to Utah. Uh, But it's nice to be finally settled into our new place. And I'm back to making podcasts. I'm not just making podcasts, but I'm going to start making them every week. So for the first half of the year, I was doing twice a month. Now the goal is every week. And I'm going to be doing that throughout August because August is my last month to try to get to my goal of 100 ratings on iTunes. And right now, I'm at 86. So thank you for those who have uh, filled out the uh, the review on iTunes and gave me a star rating. Uh, some of you guys are also going the extra mile and typing something up. That's awesome. Uh, but I have 14 more ratings to go until I hit my 100 ratings mark. So if you haven't left me a review yet, uh, please, if you feel so inclined, do so now. That would be amazing and help me reach my goal. Oh, and one last thing before the story starts. Make sure you stick around till the end of this episode because I'll be telling you about a contest I'm launching today where you could win $100 to help you start the school year. So. Don't miss it. And now, episode 42, Emotion Monsters. Sir Carmichael rode his steed through the village, toward the kingdom's edge. People stopped to stare at him, either because they thought he was the bravest knight in all the realm, or because they wanted to see the kingdom's biggest fool before he died. Sir Carmichael had chosen to retrieve the Queen's Rose, a flower that lived on a far distant ridge. Once he returned with that flower, he would be knighted as a level seven protector, the highest honor among knights. In order to get the flower, he would have to cross the mysterious forest, the most feared part of the kingdom. As Sir Carmichael approached the edge of town, an old man called out to him, you're on a fool's errand. The forest is filled with horrible monsters. No one knows what they look like. No one knows where they are. And no one knows what they want or why they attack. You'll never make it through. Sir Carmichael was undeterred. Is there anything helpful you can share with me, old man? Yes. Except what's ahead of you. And turn back. Turn back! Sir Carmichael journeyed on with the old man's ominous warning echoing in his mind. He reached the mysterious forest by nightfall and decided to wait till the morning to enter. 
But when his horse took the first few steps into the forest, he realized that the sun's light would be of no use to him here. The forest somehow still had the appearance of the dead of night. After traveling about a furlong into the forest, his horse started to get wary and then refused to go any further. Sir Carmichael encouraged the beast to press on, but that only agitated his horse until he bucked the night off and ran back the way they came. Standing up, Sir Carmichael took a determined sigh and pressed forward on foot. There was no sense of time in the forest, so Sir Carmichael didn't know how long he had been traveling, an hour, three hours, half a day, when he heard a rustling of leaves off to his left. He turned to see a pair of glowing eyes watching him from inside a bush. He drew his sword, but the most crucial battle was going on in his mind. He fought off the urge to run away. His desired goal of becoming a level seven protector was all the motivation he needed to face any monster. He approached the bush where the demon eyes lived. Closer and closer he inched. He raised his sword to strike when out jumped a small furry creature about the size of a rabbit and just as harmless. It had an otherworldly look to it, gray and blue colored fur, large feet, small hands, and big round eyes. It waddled toward the night, sniffing the air. Sir Carmichael reached into a sack and pulled out a crust of bread and tossed it to the creature, which ate it happily. Sir Carmichael walked on and the little creature waddled right beside him. The awkward pair journeyed through the forest together. Sir Carmichael rested when he got weary, keeping an eye on the creature and a hand on his sword, just in case. But as the creature chased its long tail in circles, Carmichael determined that this was not a threat and he was able to sleep a few winks. When he awoke and arose to continue his journey, his furry companion accompanied him for about another 30 minutes until, without any reason, it turned and scampered off, leaving the night a lone traveler once again. Farewell, my traveling companion. He turned and stood face to face with an eight-foot grotesque monster with large pointy teeth, green scales, the legs the size of tree trunks, and four long arms, each equipped with sharp claws. Sir Carmichael jumped back in horror and drew his sword and pointed it at the beast. It gave out a rattling and drool-covered roar, and all of its 100 eyes pierced into Carmichael's soul. It was hard to look right at it. This was the moment, he thought. Strike first, win the day! The knight delivered a mighty blow, but the monster broke his sword in two with a swipe of one of his large arms. It growled and seemed to increase in size. Carmichael retreated at a sprint, hoping to maybe outrun the creature and then double back, but the monster stayed on his heels wherever he went, blocking any forward movement, only letting him retreat. He tried to get around the beast, but it knocked him down. Carmichael lay panting on the forest floor, helpless, facing away from the hideous creature while waiting for the beast to finish him off. But it didn't. The monster just stood there, staring at the night, breathing a heavy, stinking stench, dripping drool onto the knight's armor. Carmichael thought 
he was waiting for the monster. But the monster seemed to be waiting for him. Then the knight had an epiphany. Oh, it, it's almost like, no. Did the old man actually share something helpful? What was it he said? Accept what's ahead of you and turn back. Turn back. Carmichael stood on his feet and turned back to face the monster. The monster stood motionless, blinking its hundred eyes in unison. Carmichael breathed in deeply and relaxed his tense muscles. The monster did the same. They stood with each other, each one silently recognizing that the other existed. After a few moments that felt like an eternity, the monster walked off into the forest. Sir Carmichael composed himself and continued his way through the forest toward the Queen's Rose. Ah, what a classic tale, right? But not because it's about a knight, but because it's all about emotions. Humanity has been dealing with our emotions ever since our existence, pretty much. And most of the world views unpleasant emotions like, well, like a monster in a horror movie. We're afraid of them because we don't know what they look like, where they come from, or what to do with them. And we certainly do not want to face them. Emotions like depression, anxiety, anger, frustration, annoyance, loneliness, nervousness, uh, feeling alienated or restless. But today's secret for an awesome life is don't run from or fight unpleasant emotions. Choose to allow them to be with you. You'll find out that they're not as scary as you think. Now, emotions are like monsters that just want to be with us for a little while, even the unpleasant ones. Now, some emotions are big, some are small, some we can allow to be with us and we can keep on moving forward. Others are so big that we have to stop what we're doing and just focus on being with them. Now, your brain's probably saying, no, dude, I, I can't do that. But that's only because you're afraid that it will be with you forever. So you fight it or try to avoid it. But guess what? It won't be with you forever. Eventually, it leaves. Now, it may come back later, but that's okay. You can allow it to be there again. Fighting against it kind of makes it grow a little bit bigger. They say what you resist persists. Now, we think emotions are scary, mysterious things, but again, they're really not. They can't hurt us. The actions we take to try to avoid them or resist them might hurt us, but the emotion itself can't. It's uncomfortable, yes. Standing in front of a big, scaly, smelly, breathing monster is uncomfortable. But it's something you can totally do. In order to master emotion monsters, there are three things you need to understand. What are emotions? Where do they come from? And what do you do with the unpleasant ones? So, number one, what are emotions? The best definition I've heard for an emotion, I laughed at when I first heard it. It was emotions are vibrations that we feel in our body. And I heard it and I'm like, okay, whatever, hippie lady, you're weird. But as I started to study emotions more, I learned a couple things. First, the word emotion comes from the French word energy in motion, e-motion. That's 
totally a vibration. A vibration is just moving energy, right? And as far as it being in our body, we only ever talk about emotions as it shows up in our body. Think about it. Man, I have butterflies in my stomach. I'm all choked up. My head's about to explode. I'm so angry. So yeah, emotions are just vibrations that show up in our body. And you can actually measure emotions. They're not that big of a mystery, actually. In fact, the smart people at Yale measure emotions on a graph with uh, two axes, energy and pleasantness. So you can, you can have a high energy emotion or a low energy emotion. And wherever it is on the energy scale, you can also move it across the pleasantness scale. Is it a very pleasant emotion or a very unpleasant emotion? Go ahead and Google mood meter on, uh, online and you'll find this graph that I'm talking about. And the last thing to understand about what are emotions, emotions are things we are supposed to feel. We are supposed to feel pleasant and unpleasant emotions. The old saying goes that life is 50-50. We're supposed to experience the full range, but we start to feel afraid because we think that we're only supposed to feel the good emotions. So if we start feeling the bad emotions, something's gone wrong. We are lost in a scary forest, but you're not. You're actually doing just fine. Now, number two, where do emotions come from? Emotions come from our thoughts every single time. Now, there may be those that doubt me and they're like, no, sometimes I just have these emotions. Now, whether that's true or not, I, I don't want to debate. But for me, I've gotten a lot of power in my life believing that every emotion I have is coming from a thought. Even if I don't recognize it, if I feel something, there's a thought attached to it. And if I can find that thought, identify it, then I can have more control over that emotion. And it won't be as scary of a monster. Now, the last thing, what to do with unpleasant emotions. Process them. Remember, don't fight them. Don't avoid them. Doing that makes our journey a little bit more difficult or it makes it so we can't get to our end goal. So in order to allow an emotion, there's a couple steps you take. First, you breathe. I just heard somebody say recently that most humans are walking around under oxygenated, meaning we don't generally have a, as much oxygen as, as our brain would be happy with. So when you feel an, a high energy emotion, you probably start breathing too much, which sends too much oxygen to your brain. And if you're feeling a really low energy emotion, you're probably not breathing enough, which is also not good for our brain. So stop and breathe I like to do box breathing, breathe in through your nose for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, breathe out through your nose for four seconds, hold for four seconds, repeat. It's called box breathing because it's like the four sides of a box, four steps, four seconds for each step. It's actually more like a cube. Anyways, I didn't name it. Now, after you breathe, identify the emotion, name it. You can use the mood meter to find out what it is. The next step is to find it. Where is it showing up in your body? Remember, it's just a vibration or energy that's showing up somewhere in your body, all right? So find out where it shows up, in your chest, in your stomach, throat, head, hands. Those are all the common ones. Then I want you to look at it. Now, it's, it's very abstract uh, and emotion. So I like to make it more concrete by actually describing what it could possibly look like. Give it a color, give it a shape. Heck, even make it look like a, a monster of some kind, if you want to. And then the last step is to give it permission 
to be there. You're going to recognize it. You're going to honor it. You're going to be all right. Here you are. I'm not going to ignore you. I'm not going to run from you. Let's just admit that you, you are here and be okay with it. So those are the three things to understand. What are emotions? Where do they come from? And what to do with unpleasant ones? And, and guys, this totally works. I have to use this from time to time as well. In fact, the other month, I was sitting at my desk and I was in between meetings, had like an hour and a half to get stuff done. And I couldn't get any work done. I just wasn't feeling it. And I realized as I sat there for 20 minutes, just wasting time trying to get work done. I'm like, Joey, dude, why don't you drink your own Kool-Aid, bro? Like process this emotion. Like, what is this? So I breathed and that let me think a little more clearly. I named the emotion and for me, it was depression. I'm not generally a depressed guy, but I was feeling depression. I found it in my body. It was right in my diaphragm, which is between your, your lungs and your, uh, your stomach. And I, I described it. I gave it a, a color, a shape. I gave it all that stuff. It was uh, essentially this, this white cookie sheet uh, that was smooth as glass that was just uh, slowly like sinking in my body. And then I gave it permission to be there. Now, that didn't mean that it left right away. In fact, I actually left my room and I went and lay down for a bit uh, and just allowed myself to kind of feel depressed. And eventually I had another meeting. So I got up and went to that meeting and the, the feeling went away eventually. Uh, but I was okay with it. I was okay with having it there. Now, again, sometimes feelings like depression are a bigger monster. You can't do any of the work or things you have planned to do. So you got to stop and just be with it. But sometimes emotions maybe aren't showing up that big. Maybe they're more like that little uh, bunny monster in the story where you can still go forward, even though this thing is there with you. And, uh, but you can still kind of make progress towards your journey. Now, remember, the goal in life isn't to never experience unpleasant emotion. The goal is to get really good at feeling them so you can keep achieving your goals and become the person you want to become. Sir Carmichael wanted to become a level seven protector, which is something I just completely made up. But what do you want to become? Don't let the mysterious forest with all of its emotion monsters stop you from taking the journey. Those emotion monsters, they don't want to eat you. They just want to be recognized. And you can still live your life, even with a really ugly one, along for the journey. I am sorry to say the S word while it's still summer, but here I go. School. Yeah, school is right around the corner. And this month, we are focusing on back-to-school mental prep in the Firmly Founded Team. This year can be your most successful year of school yet. And I don't care if you had the worst school year ever last year, or if you haven't been to in-person school in 16 months, or if you just spent the summer months sleeping until noon, you have the ability to thrive this school year. And the other coaches at Firmly Founded and I want to help you. In fact, for the month of August, we are offering $100 off a one-year membership in the Firmly Founded team. So go to firmlyfounded.com slash team to sign up and make this year at school your best year ever. All right, to those ultra fans who stuck around till the end of this episode, I am starting a contest today. 
where you can win a $100 Amazon gift card. So you can buy whatever you want for the school year, you know, backpack, supplies, clothes, whatever you want. All you have to do is listen to this episode, which you've already done, and I want you to draw me an emotion monster. That's right. Pick an emotion that you feel sometimes, whatever emotion, and draw it as a monster. However you imagine that it would look like. It can be funny, scary, cute, whatever. Draw the monster, color it, put the emotion at the top of the page, and then take a picture of it and email it to me at joey at firmlyfounded.com. I will pick one of the drawings as the winner, and that team will win a $100 Amazon gift card. The contest ends August 31st, 2021 at midnight, and I'll announce the winner on my Instagram account at the beginning of September. So pick an emotion, draw a monster, and email it to me at joey at firmlyfounded.com. I look forward to seeing your submissions.